Gamagoo is a hand lotion created for gamers by gamers. Designed to offer optimal gaming performance, the specially formulated Gamer Goo keeps hands dry, cool, and sweat-free even during the most heated of gaming encounters. Keeping the gamer at their best, Gamer Goo launched with three distinct scents, peppermint, cinnamon, and orange, and has now launched three all-new scents with vanilla sugar, teak wood, and cherry blossom added to the range. Available worldwide, Gamagoo helps keep gamers everywhere focused during those intense gaming sessions and heated gaming moments. Welcome to Gamagoo, the podcast. <laughs> I hope you enjoy your time here. I hope you enjoy your teakwood goo to slather on your eyes. Oh, you know me. I do like my dry hands, Alan. You do like your dry hands. How, how much do you like when your dry hands become gamers? And they I, tweet I, racist things. <laughs> I get very sweaty hands, so... Yeah, well, that's, yeah. The, that's the problem. I've got a product for you, Matt. <laughs> it's called Gaming Goo. It's, it's just come. <laughs> it's, it's just the time that they've labeled Gaming Goo, but it's really just like colored gum. <laughs> oh, that's a really unpleasant thought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I remember when this was a family friendly podcast. It's never gonna be again. Look, nah, Al- Alan did this to me last time I was here too. Yeah, this is my this is my one curse. Hello everyone, welcome to Digitally Uploaded Podcast. <laughs> my name is Alan. I'm gonna be your host today. I'm also gonna be spelling some gamer goo, so if you're keen, hit me up on Twitter at Truffles. <laughs> um I've got I've got Matt here with me as well. Hi Matt. Hi. Oh, you do that every week, Alan. Every time. Look, I'm sorry. Okay, sorry, Matte. That's that. Matt. That's made even more confusion. All right, we have two mats here today. We have Matt one, Matt two. <laughs> Say hello, both of you at the same time. All oh, right. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um. Thank you for leaving me doing that cold open. That was that was something I've always wanted to do as an adult. I've always wanted to sell Gamergoo to the masses. Um. We have Harvard here too as well. Hello, Harvard. Hello. I hope you enjoyed your time as a snake oil salesman. Uh, gamer oil salesman. Thank you very much. Game oil salesman. Same, yeah. same, same. Yeah. And Trent, hello. Hello. I enjoyed that you did a... You, can I do this awesome pun? You did a cold play because it's a video game podcast opening. I, I didn't understand that. I'm sorry. I'm gonna, no, 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 no. <laughs> now we're just going to cut to a cold play song to open and then we're, we're totally cool. It's going to be a Miku cover of a cold play song. I'm not going to do that. <laughs>
However, there's some strange things happening and we're going around the twist. Ooh, well done. Thank you. Well done. Thanks. Very well done. Matt, you've been playing a game, haven't you? Yeah. What's the game? <laughs> Stranger Things, the video game. Oh, good. Well, how's that me, going for you? It made me very sad. <laughs> it made me very, very sad. But that's pretty strange. Yeah, no, I was really looking forward to it um, because Stranger Things 3 is good. Mm. Very good. Very, very good. Excellent. Brilliant. And yeah, Netflix is obviously throwing money behind video games now, and they produced Stranger Things 3, the game, and it's basically every bad movie tie-in video game rolled into one and then spat out onto whatever device you're playing on. And it's really disappointing because it's actually, you know, it ruins the TV show, kind of. What if it's actually sort of. really smart because Stranger Things is set in the 80s and there's like a lot of bad pop references and stuff? What if the video game is actually bad on purpose for you to relieve the 80s? That's a terrible marketing strategy. <laughs> yeah, we're talking like Superman 64 bad here. That's also, how bad this like, tie-in is. It's terrible. It it's makes me actually think of LJN for some reason. <laughs> it's like, it, it really does. does. They're doing it. Don't you miss when every movie would have its own bad video game and they'd be kind of just the same, like, beat-em-up puzzle? It's a side-scrolling shooter. <laughs> That's ridiculously difficult after the first level. And it's, then you're just yeah. like, yeah, this is video games. Yeah. When it's, I first started to play it, it kind of re reminded me of the um, Lord of the Rings games that EA put out on the GBA back in the day. Um, the isometric ones. And were those good. were good. I really enjoyed those. Um, EA was actually really good with Lord of the Rings. And it makes me sad that Warner Brothers got it and then ruined Lord of the Rings. But anyway. Um, Sexy spider time. Yes. EA would have ruined it by now anyway. Yeah, they would have. Yeah, added they would have definitely ruined it by now as well. But yeah, those GBA ones were actually really good. They were kind of like little Diablo clones where you go around, you grind up stuff, you get really cool loot, you kill more orcs, and you could do it multiplayer and all that kind of stuff. And my first impressions of Stranger Things Three, the video game, was that it was going to be a bit like that. It has a similar kind of isometric look, and it promised a similar kind of gameplay, I guess, in a way. Um, but then there's no actual levels or experience or loot involved. So take all the take all the Diablo stuff out of the game, and you're left with what Stranger Things Three is basically. Um, so which sadness is basically nothing. <laughs> There's just nothing in there, uh, other than really shitty portraits that don't even look like the characters from the TV show. But but you can do a fetch quest to help Dustin 
builder's radio tower, can't you? Well, that's the thing. Like that iconic scene in the TV show. I, I guess we're giving spoilers, but screw it. It's been long enough. If you haven't watched Stranger Things three now, you deserve it. Like two weeks. Robert dies. The most uh, Netflix said that there's like a lot. Like the, the people who watch Stranger Things free was like the most. It, it broke records for their streaming service. So everyone's seen it. Is I haven't seen all of it. Yeah, I haven't seen all of oh, it. Oh, well, I, I just ruined it on you. Whoops, sorry. Oh, okay. uh, it happened like no, first. No, it doesn't mean anything. I'll do it anyway. Me. Hopper dies. There you go. Bang. Does he? Yeah, ruined it on you. Does he go? <laughs> he does. does. He, go? he does. He absolutely does. Also, Alexei dies, and that's even sadder for some reason. Um, Who does? That's one cute Russian, that dude. Um, oh, okay. Alexei, the Russian oh, guy. Yeah. No, they're all in Russia. Don't you know? But anyway, um, point being, what was, what was my point? Um, <laughs> oh, right. so the TV show has this iconic scene at the start where all the kids wander up a mountain or a hill to to test out Dustin's radio equipment stuff. And it's kind of iconic because it shows that they're all splitting apart and they're going their separate ways and all that kind of stuff. It's a very touching kind of scene, really, um, and quite bittersweet and, and stuff. And it's really important scene within the context of the show. And that's all good. And then they decide to turn that into one really annoying fetch quest in the video game because video game got a gameplays and it just doesn't work and yeah that's basically a symbolic of the entire video game it's bad it's really really bad and I'm, I'm really upset not just because of that but because netflix is also making a dark tower video game yes but that's well. isometric and it's a final uh, fantasy tactics crystal. game yes but they're gonna screw it up alan i'm sure they, they won't. Are. please don't i want i want to attack this game on my switch there's so many there's like 40 of them, Alan. No, but I want ones that don't suck. God Wars. I don't know what that means. Well, that's your problem. God, God Wars is good. Yeah, does it have wars with gods? God yeah. of War on the Switch? Yeah. No, not God of War. This one's actually good. God Wars. I hate what you just said to me, but that's all right. Um, <laughs> so I'll oh, move on. I actually have a question. So you know how the old license games sucked because they only had like three weeks of time with the movie license to work with, right? Do you think the same thing happened with the Stranger Things game? Or, you know, has Netflix given them a lot of time but not realized what games are? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm not used to being asked questions on this podcast. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to actually thinking on this podcast. No, no, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know what they were thinking when they made this game. It's all accurate to the story and runs through the story, but um, I just think that there wasn't much of a budget there for it, or they were trying a little bit too hard to capture the 80s nostalgia and didn't think they needed to make a, a game in a there. Game, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I think they thought it was going to be good because all the PR up until the, the release of it was like, you know, you can, there's like all this story and you can do all these side quests and oh, all this so content. That's right. I had to talk about that as well. This thing was really sold at this like, you know, get more out of the uh, show, do these additional story side quests and, and learn more about the, you know, the town and the people and all that kind of stuff, meet new characters and all that. Those are the most annoying parts of the game because they are, in every case, some really annoying fetch quest again with like one line of dialogue and doesn't do anything to set the thing scene. And, oh, that annoys me. So I have an idea. It actually takes away from it because it makes the whole town and everything feel much more artificial post-playing that game than it did going in. Now, I have a pitch for you. Yeah. I have a pitch for you for a Stranger Things video game. 
Are, we, are you ready for this? This is actually not a joke. No, it's actually not a joke. This is genuine. So you know how like Stranger Things is built around a singular town, right? Like it's built around Hawkins in wherever the heck Hawkins is. Um, what if you go back as like adult Will Byers and it's like Silent Hill and he gets dragged into uh, the not, upside down? Uh, so here's my thought. Basically, Stranger Things kind of captures that whole um, uh, Twin Peaks vibe, right? That's Yeah. Yeah. So get, you know, Sweary to take Deadly Premonition and just Stranger Things it. Make that a would be Stranger or... Premonition. That yeah, would be Stranger. No, it would be brilliant. And you know it would be brilliant because be... Sweary is brilliant. And be I think if you had a team to, like, actually help make him make that game not garbage to play. Because think about it. Deadly Premonition was like the the real world and then the horror world and they were kind of, uh, you know, overlapped one another. But it wasn't really made but, super clear at the time. Yeah, it was very <laughs> surreal. But it was, that was basically what it was. It was well, an that, acid trip of a game. You could do that exact same thing with this one. You know, you have the, you know, the real world and then you have the Demogorgon world. The, the other, upside down. The upside, the upside down. down. And then you can go back and forth and then you can have some dude, you know, ramble on about cookies. Yeah. Hop- I mean, Sweary would do awesome with Hopper. He would. Yeah, he would. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 I would that play would that. Yeah, that would be great. That's my th- Actually, the whole time I was playing this this piece of trash, I was thinking <laughs> Deadly Premonition, the Stranger Things edition, would be so much better, and it would. So, you know, Netflix, hire me next time. I'll fix your games up. I'll yeah. make sure they're good. And I'll fix this Dark Crystal one because it's going to be trash. Stop saying that. It is. You just know it is. No, it's, it can't. It's going to ruin can't. it. It's not even going to have David Doe in it, so fuck it. Uh, but it's because he's dead. Do you want his body in it? <laughs> what, what do you want him to do? He's dead. <laughs> you can't just will him back into existence for a fucking game. Yes, you can. That's not... Just no. chop, like, words he said in his songs and make sentences. Bam. <laughs> done. Under pressure. <laughs> this is, this is only attack. <laughs> Actually, that's Labyrinth anyway. That's not even Dark Crystal, but <laughs> no, it's all of his songs. Like, yeah, no, you're right. What? It's not even. It's not even Dark Crystal. Yes, yeah, so bring back David Bowie for Dark Crystal, the video game, the sequel to a movie that he wasn't in. <laughs> I'm going to go to music now. I'm going to get the Stranger Things theme. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Let's do that.
Welcome back, everybody. I took the mic from Alan so I can do the introduction. Unfortunately, I haven't got a cool thing to sell to you like Gamer Goo, but I have the microphone and Alan's about to steal it from me anyway, because Alan, we're going to talk about games that you've come back to that you were pre previously playing, stopped playing, but came back to because you're too poor to buy new games. Um, <laughs> so upsetting that it's true. Oh. So, so Alan, <laughs> what game have you come back to uh, out of your poverty? So I've decided to throw Overwatch into the sun. Um, that game has slowly eroded my self-confidence over the course of two years. Um, and I am sick of it at this point. So if you play Overwatch competitive on PC, you know that the community is pretty trash. It's pretty bad. It's not good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the, the game has a bunch of problems and I have dropped, as a result of that, approximately a thousand MMR. So I used to be 3.5k, so I was in like the like top, I think, 10% or something. Now I'm in like gold, which is below like 2.4-ish, which is not good. Anyone who's done any MMR system before knows that that's not a good drop. The stocks are dropping. Um, so I've basically given up on that forever and have moved back to old mate Team Fortress 2, which surprisingly holds up way better than I thought it would. Like it's it's a very fun game, and I'm nowhere near as good as I used to be back in the older competitive days when I was a huge nerd. Um, but yeah, it, it's a really good time. Uh, the community is also pretty trash sometimes, but you know, I'm I'm recognizing names back from 2011, and when I used to play on like public servers, and that's pretty cool. I'm enjoying that aspect. It's just a nice time to get back into, and the game it plays very well. It's a Valve shooter. All the Valve shooters play very very well. So I'm, I'm very chuffed with that. And I don't spend an hour playing TF2 and then get off and say, I hate everything. I'm mad like I do with Overwatch, which is nice. It's a nice change of pace. And I like just playing as a, as a crazy German fellow who wants to heal everyone by slightly murdering them at the same time. It's a good time. That's a good game. Yeah. What well, a lot of the games have you played that you've gone back to? <laughs> and no one was popping in, and I was getting really like uncomfortable there. <laughs> you were waiting well, to just, mean... like unleash the anger that you had before we started this section, and then you just like went full calm and peaceful. Yeah, I'm a quiet yeah, boy. It was surprisingly uh, measured by Alan's standards. I'm not. A, I'm not constantly mad. Like this is not the the narrative that I want. Oh yeah, to I can prove that wrong. I can prove. That I'm a wrong nice boy. In two words, in two words, Alan. Alan, I'll prove you wrong. Gamer goo. Smash Brothers. No, Smash Brothers is my, my personal hell. Like, that belongs in hell. When I die, I'm bringing it down with me so I can torture other people with it. There you go. See? I was right. Um, okay. Uh, what about you, Matt? Because you've, um, I guess, you probably never really stopped, but Final Fantasy fourteen, you kind of come and go with, right? I come and go. I, uh, Yeah. Um, I guess I'm coming at the moment, but oh, Matt. <laughs> Get Matt, Matt we don't need, goo. We don't need to sell any more gamer goo. You can stop trying to sell the gamer goo. Um It was fine until you reacted, Alan. No, it wasn't. <laughs> and I had to. But yes, I'm 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 playing that. I yeah, I kinda of play on and off and usually it just when there's new stuff I come back and play for a while to check out all the new stuff and then once I've finished all that I stop playing for a few months and then 
just ebb and flow like that, but because there's a new expansion just out, there's lots of new stuff that I'm still enjoying. Sorry, um, I actually have a question lots for of you. Content. Lots of content. I actually have a question as well. This is weird that we're actually like structuring this like an actual podcast rather than just a, <laughs> a fucking nightmare. Um, Matt, I've never played Final Fantasy XIV before, and I am perpetually stuck in this nightmare zone of wanting to play the game, but also not wanting to lose my life. Um, is it worth jumping into now that there's that weird pizza deal in Australia? <laughs> <laughs> weird pizza deal. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, if you buy like three pizzas from like Domino's, I think you get Domino's, a copy of the yeah. game. Yeah. yeah. The entire game, which is with all the expansions, with including the new ones. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's PC only, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, wait, no. It's Alan we're talking to. Yeah. yeah. I'm a huge nerd. <laughs> is it I worth mean, playing, Matt? Yes. Okay. Well, that's bring you like Final Fantasy. Um, <laughs> Bad. Trent, I, Trent I hate bought, Final Fantasy. Trent game. actually bought all the pizzas. Yes, I bought all the pizza. I bought the Final Fantasy deal. I loaded the game up. I originally it was downloading, and then I realized it didn't download that sort of thing. And then I go into the game. I booted it up, and then I realized the character creation is too complicated. Then I couldn't figure out what server I was meant to join as an Australian. And then I looked at some Reddit thread which said, you know, as an Australian, you should join the Japanese one in this particular region in this particular time zone. And I'm just like, ah, oh, this is too complicated. And I haven't played it since. So yeah, you got to figure. Here's options. the here's the real question: <laughs> which which pizzas did you buy? All right, so I bought the. Um, For sake. Actually, I didn't buy a Hawaiian this time. I bought a Supreme, uh, just on the normal. Uh, uh, pineapple represent. Uh, just on a normal, uh, you know, base. I guess the classic base. The um, El Clasico. Then I got a uh, double bacon cheeseburger with the cheese crust. And then I got the, um, I go over for the chicken cabaret, the champagne, the cheese thing, which I can't pronounce. I get that Cabrese? one. And, yeah, that, whatever. Uh, and then I quattro, waxed. Quattro formaggi. Yes, cheese. And then so I waxed the um, <laughs> cream fraiche sauce into that instead of the um, normal pizza sauce. And then you're set. So that's, that's my go-to pizzas usually. Hi there, everyone. It's Don May from Domino's here. <laughs> Just letting you know that you can buy three pizzas from Domino's Australia right now and you can get a copy of Final Fantasy XIV. Isn't that a great deal? Our pizzas at Domino's have a wonderful crust and we check it every time when you order just to make sure that it's the right one for you. This is this is a joke. <laughs> so, I don't know. Actually, we're talking about... Back to Ellen's question. Yes. <laughs> buy, the, buy the pizzas and then just play it and um you can kind of mostly play it as though it was a single player final fantasy game and you'll enjoy it in the same way you would every now and then you'll have to join a party with other people to do a dungeon but that's all i keep seeing these twitter threads though matt that everyone who plays that game is horny and i don't know that's that's just me it's no it's it's everyone but that's (laughs) just kind of you can Keep, keep them at arm's at arm's length if you need to. <laughs> just, I just want to adventure as a small thing. You can adventure as a small thing. Yeah, yeah. some weird race which I was like... Lalafell. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, that sounds like the only good race out of all of them. And I'm like, I just want a randomized button. Like, I don't care who I play with. Just give me a randomized button. Like, it doesn't have it. So my problem with this entire thing is that if you pick humans in a like, online MMO thing, you are the most boring person in the world. Oh, I do that. Yeah, of course you would. <laughs> no, it's because, in, like, in games, humans are average, but in Final Fantasy, humans, like, have access to every job, so, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, in Final Fantasy fourteen, everyone has access to every job. So. Oh. 
Okay, yeah. you're boring then. Yeah. I'm just. I'm is there just any the difference color. if you pick anything? Like literally, I feel like the, the gameplay experience is going to be like it's the same. You, yeah, if you're a cat like, person, you're a furry. I think that's the that's the thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can you can be a lion person now. Ooh. One of the new races. Is like... Can you be the cats person from Cats? Oh god, I would. <laughs> yes, you can. That up. You yes. sure can. All right, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to customize my character look to look like one of the characters from Cats. Make it Taylor Swift cat. <laughs> it's hot. For those of you who haven't seen the trailer, please go look at the trailer and just like weep at humanity's loss. <laughs> It's something special, but not. Is the Taylor Swift one the one which is the most humanoid? Because I might agree with you there. Yeah, all humanoid. No, there's one which has less fur and is more uh, structurally humid. Are you talking about structurally humid? (laughs) Are you talking about Top Gun there, Trent? Because I agree, they're not very human in that. No, that's that trailer was okay. It was hardcore, cool, and bro force. But we're talking about cats. (laughs) Dead silence going on. You know what? We started this out by saying games that we wanted to come back to. I yeah. gave an answer. Matt gave an answer. Everyone else was talking about no freaking one, pizza. No one. <laughs> it's still technically Matt's turn. It, we were asking him questions, yeah, well, and you it was your question, which which you moved it for the pizza. <laughs> no, no. I wanted to know if I should play it now, having like with no experience with the game after like yes. seven years of it being out. You can yes. play it. It's good. That's I mean, a, I can play it, but should I? That's the question. Yes. Yes, yes you, you should. should. It'll make me less angry than than TF2 or Overwatch. Yeah. And oh, but see, I like anger. <laughs> but do do remember that you have to pay a monthly subscription for Final Fantasy. Yeah. Oh, that's no, that's a big turn off for me. I'll play it for a month and then it's one of those. Touch it it's again. one of those rare. What it's like two left, isn't it? World of Warcraft and Final Fantasy fourteen. Mm. Subscription yeah. supported, and it. I mean, in fairness, it does deserve that because how much is um, it out of interest? It's like fifteen bucks a month. Oh, it's more than Spotify. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, but I mean, it, in terms of the contents, it's worth it. Like, it, they, they do actually support it like it is a premium MMO. So. It's a live service game. Yeah, don't do the Jim Sterling voice. I'm going to do um, the Jim Sterling voice. Should we just leave it there? I think we should just leave it there. Let's get, oh, we did mention Final Fantasy fourteen in this section. so we No, can, not King um, Mog again. King Mog. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's now my, my most used files. We can <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. No, uh, it's coming. Last modified. Like, always anyone um, uploaded it yet? But there's the new new raid thing is all based on Final Fantasy VIII because it's Eden. Um, okay. So there's some like cool new arrangements of Final Fantasy VIII music that have just come out. Like, in the and if that hasn't days. been uploaded yet, we can use the good King Mongers. <laughs> sure.
And welcome back. We're going to be talking a little bit now about Nintendo because there's been a couple of things that have been happening over the last week. I'm talking very fast. I'm no, talking very, very fast. Normal speed. Oh, what did you take, Alan? <laughs> <laughs> he took the piss. Just uh, went to the bathroom, probably doing drugs or we something. Don't tell. We don't need to tell. This is not. No, I'm not going to start this cocaine rumor. No. <laughs> oh, I definitely can't record this with a live audience. <laughs> no, we can record it with a live audience, but I'm never going to be allowed in the room. <laughs> so, yeah, Nintendo, it's happening with them. They released, um, well, at least they announced a couple of different things, including the Switch Lite and the Switch. Pro is there a Switch Pro? It's not Switch Pro. Pro. It's a remaster of the Switch. Basically, <laughs> <a> Switch. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's like it's basically the Switch, but with longer battery life, which is yeah. actually good. It's actually what it's it should have been the first case. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Nintendo whacking in some new chips into the original Switch because they probably ran out of the deal with uh, Nvidia to have the original chips they bought. So they're like, oh, we'll just use the new chips, which we're putting in the light. The end. Done. Um, have they fixed the Joy-Con drift, though? Because that's a problem that's starting to... <laughs> they get sued about it. <laughs> I saw. That's pretty funny. I it's hope bad. they get sued their asses off because yeah, I've, had to, buy, I've well, had to buy two two sets of bloody Joy-Cons since the console. And, so um, they're, they're just flimsy. Dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's you could buy two DualShock controllers for that same price. And they're wait, wait, hold on. What? The DualShocks. The DualShocks are like 80 bucks, aren't they? On special, you can get them for like 50 bucks. Oh, right. And Nintendo things don't go on special. Okay. Yeah. Never go on special. Yeah. I've never seen a DualShock for that price. Yeah, it's a, that's how I buy my, my um, DualShocks. They're pretty good. I mean, oh, I mean, that's only because Sony Sony props up their business by exploiting the New Zealand market. Yeah. Also, to be fair, like the DualShock's actually a good controller. So, like, it works. So, I'm okay to pay that price even to begin yeah, with. Yeah, I I have to replace my PS controllers like once every five or six years. Yeah. Whereas with the Switch, it's like every year at the moment. Oh, you played an hour of Smash, time to buy a new Yeah, Switch. yeah, exactly. They're really bad controllers. <laughs> but anyway, um, moving on from that, that's that's Nintendo got sued about that, which is pretty funny. But yeah, they've announced a, a remaster of the original Switch and the Switch Lite, which is the Switch but without the TV out. Yeah, yeah, it's basically a handheld-only device and (laughs) the controllers are actually stuck onto the console, so enjoy buying the new console every year. Yeah, Um, that happens with every Nintendo console. Like, the the DS was so notorious having L&R buttons that just broke out after a while, right? Mm -hmm. It's just, I don't get why it's such a thing. Yeah. Because they don't think about people actually playing their games. They just want to <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it is. Because they don't expect anyone to be able to afford their games in the first place. So it's kind of just like, well, you have this console now. You can play, you can play Mario Kart. Good on you. And then they release Smash, and everyone realized that the controls going to instantly. They looked at Wii U and like, well, nobody had any controller issues with the Wii U. Because <laughs> yeah, there was one man <laughs> in a basement playing the Wii U, and he was like, yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, that was me. I had no issues for you. I have no issues with the Switch. I don't know what you're on about about this Joy-Con drift thing. Is it like a technique to do it in Mario Kart to like drift? Like, come on, I don't yeah, know. What I actually don't know. Either. I've not had it. Heard I, I've, I've never heard of it, but I think I can guess what it is based on what my Joy Cons do, which is when you're the joystick is just in a, the neutral position, the console reads it as moving in a direction, and so. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically what it is. So the console assumes that you're constantly turning left. You're an ambi-turner with Nintendo. <laughs> My issue with this is that they had the same freaking problem with the N64. Like, the exact same problem with that stupid little stick in the middle. Oh, yeah, they got notoriously <laughs> bad after a while. It's just like, you move it and it's like... 
Yeah, it's like either you're going at a snail's pace or you've become the sun and you're speeding across the sky. <laughs> and, and then your brother would give you all a shit, like, console controllers and he'd have the good ones, so he'd, like, beat your ass in GoldenEye all the time. Yeah, and then you'd blast him afterwards. Who really wins then? David. We had it. <laughs> we had a third-party controller for the this N64, um, and it wasn't a very good quality one. And and every so, good household, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, but it was our fourth controller. But anyway, the 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 control stick um, actually lost the top bit, so all, all that was left was the actual stick itself in the analog stick. And then there was this guy that we didn't particularly like who came along to play Golden Knight. We gave him that controller to to play with, and he got very sore fingers from trying to <laughs> manipulate that little. Yeah, How's it, it was get pretty funny. Bloke. You know how you fix that? Just use blue tack, make a little um, controller stick over the top of it. Bam, done. Yeah, but it was more fun to torture the guy. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, moving on. Uh, <laughs> Nintendo's also had an awful lot of games coming out this mm. month in particular. It's been a very busy month for Nintendo and for the poor suckers that actually have to play all the bloody things um, for reviews, i.e. me. Um, but yeah, we've had what? Just wanted to clarify, Matt, that you are a games reviewer. Yeah, well, sometimes I don't want to be. Um, <laughs> Far out. That was, wow. We'll get on to the, exactly why when I start talking about Fire Emblem. But um, Super Mario Maker came out earlier in the month, and it's good. It's yeah. great. Uh, Nintendo actually published Dragon Quest Builders 2 on the Switch, so that was another thing they had to push out. They've had um, Fire Emblem, and that comes out next week, but critics have been playing it early because Nintendo knew they had to give us about 7,000 hours with it to actually get our reviews together. And just out this week was the Marvel one, which is the... Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. That's the one. Developed by Koei Tecmo and is basically Warriors Marvel, which is what they clearly wanted to make and they had an excuse to, so they did. And that's good too. <laughs> that's pretty good. Scarlet, which is great. It's probably going to be better than that She's weird game. In all honesty. Well, yeah. The characters are more oh, attractive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's that that one reviewer definitely thought so. That's good. I mean, um, like yeah, the game looks fine. It looks like a PS2 game, which I'm into because I like that sort of era of like weird top-down brawlers. Yeah, it's actually it is pretty good. I'm I've really only just started it within the last day. I got my code a bit late um, in Australia. They didn't really have codes out to media until the day before um so i'm about three four hours in now and yeah it, it's very it's very clean it's very simple um it's very fan servicey but not in the way that japanese rpgs can get fans everywhere it's what it's, well there are boobs everywhere because the the female characters are very well well endowed because this is a koei game let's remember um but <laughs> The, the fan service is more about the name dropping and the kind of the silly setups and, and stuff and, you know, um, beating down Venom with, with Spider-Man and the quips, the quips, there's lots of quips. And yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty clean playing. It's, it's quite enjoyable. Uh, it's a very grindy kind of game. I think people who enjoy their games to be, um, how should I say this? more complex in the buttons more like god of war for example might find this one a little bit too simple but for people who just want a good time and easy multiplayer fun and stuff like that i think this game is it's good. yeah it's not a bone masher bone mash is bad oh it's a button masher <laughs> it's a button well, masher. It's, like a bone said, masher. It's, it's in the sense that you don't have to do like a b x y a l l l bat bat and then you get like a command it's like oh no 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 it's yeah. It's not Bayonetta, no. It's very much like, um, it, like I said, it's it's very much like Warriors. It's like Marvel Warriors, but in all but names. So, 
um there's not too much thinking going on it's mostly move from point a to point b killing everything along the way and yeah it's it's nonsense but it's the right kind of nonsense and to be honest that's kind of what I think people going into this will want and they'll get it. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. unabashedly obvious about what it is. And I yeah, like it, it's it's refreshingly honest. It doesn't even try and be anything else. It's not. It has absolutely no pretensions about being anything but a a bit of fun. And it, it, it works like on that level. Time. Yeah, yeah, it's good. And Scarlet Witch is great. You know, it's got Scarlet Witch. She's it also has my like Lego game. Oh, and it's got a dog that teleports around the place for some reason. Is his name Corporal Box? No, Lock Lockjaw or something. Oh, it's not Lock Corporal Box. But it's like a teleporting dog and. <laughs> So it barks a lot. <laughs> Big I didn't even boy. know. If, I didn't even know if it was like an official Marvel character or something. Um, <laughs> it's just someone they've made up. It's called like Rex the Crime Dog. <laughs> <laughs> but he, I've never seen him before. But he, yeah, he just teleports in and out and does stuff. Um, oh, and the, he's wearing like a trench coat and a trilby. <laughs> he smokes a pipe. <laughs> and I, I will say also, I think the for the most part, the um, the artists and and the voice actors do a better job of being you know, that kind of almost like the movie characters, but not um, than that Square Enix Marvel one. Because... Isn't, isn't Spider-Man voiced by Yuri as well? Is it? Yeah, he's know. apparently voiced by Yuri Lowenthal, who did the Spider-Man voice on the PS4 game. Right, right. Oh. That would make sense. Cool. Yeah, um, which I like. I like that he's becoming the face of Spider-Man. But uh, yeah, um, Nick, Nick Fury is a very good Samuel L. Jackson impersonation. Um, Scarlet Witch... Well, she doesn't quite look like the Olsen, but um, she she <laughs> she <The Olsen. laughs> she is enough. Like uh, it's that kind of it, it doesn't. It's not. You know how we were talking about with Square Enix one that they tried a little bit too hard to be like the the movie characters, but not. But they're not the movie characters. Yeah, with this <laughs> yeah. one, it's it, there's a greater gap between them, but they're much more. I, I guess comparable. It's much more familiar, I guess, to, to fans like, of the movies. So they should make it interpretive because I don't want to play the movie Avengers as a game. I want to play Avengers the game. The game series should have its own Marvel connect interconnected universe. It should be separate from the movies. It should just be its own thing. The that's, easy way for them to do this as well is just to have it be a multiverse thing. Like that's literally like that is part of every single Marvel storyline in some capacity. There's always a multiverse. There's always one, so they could just do that. It yeah. would make so much more sense. And, they can and say, I mean, in terms oh. in terms of characters, the only one that's dis disappointed me so far is um, uh, Drax, and that's only because the movie dude, what's his name, Dave, Dave Batista, Batista. Yeah, he's just so good, <laughs> and um, there's just no comparison to he's him. He's very good. He's amazing, and apparently, a lot of his stuff actually in the movies is improvised. <laughs> like he actually, oh, really? yeah, yeah. I, I heard that somewhere that actually an awful lot of the stuff that he comes up with is kind of improvised, and that's where the comedy comes from. So I still maintain he really he made has, that character his own. He has the single best like choice of roles in any single like film person's career because he's also been the tiny glasses man in um uh in Blade Runner. All <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's the tiny glasses man. <laughs> yeah, and I like tiny glasses man. He's a good sort, and unfortunately, the the Marvel game doesn't quite do him his character that kind of justice. But other than that, it's um yeah, it's great. It's 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 fast paced. You get to fight an awful lot of iconic Marvel dudes within you know five minutes of one another. Within the first maybe hour, for instance, you fought um well, Gamora's sister. What's her name? Oh, Jesus, I can't remember now. Um, sodomy. No, no. <laughs> The, the robot classical one. literature joke the, the robot one um oh, i can't mental blank thanks for laughing at that man <laughs> 
Um, and then immediately after her, you get to fight Sandman. Uh, and then immediately after that, you get to fight a combination of the uh, Venom and the Electric guy. Um, oh, Electro. Yeah, Electro. So that's within the first hour, you've fought like three, four bosses. Um, and yeah, it, it just moves very fast. And it's, yeah, it's enjoyable. Which um, which brings me to the one that doesn't move very fast at all and is somehow enjoyable despite being an absolute grind fest, and that's the Fire Emblem game, um, Three Houses, which is good, very good, very very good Fire Emblem stuff with great characters, um, but a really shitty pacing. And I'm really getting to the point with the JRPG genre, as much as I love it, of really getting pissed off with how developers pad these things out because. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying the action of Fire Emblem. I'm enjoying the basic plot line, but the amount of crap they put in there to try and build it out longer to what it doesn't need to be is driving me a bit nuts, to be honest. Hmm. Yeah, like, I don't know. I've not played a Fire Emblem game since, like, the Sacred Stones on Game Boy. Well, that's the thing. I mean, why did they need to mess with that? Because those because older, they those need older, a big game. Those they older Fire Emblem games were great. You'd have a, you know, you'd have a level, and bookending that level would be cutscenes where you get a chance to get to know the characters, and you know, you you did get to know the characters. It, all these games have always had great characterization, and then you'd move on to the next level, and that would be that was the structure. Why do they have to put all this hub stuff in in these? Matt, small you know, Fire Emblem got good with the 3DS versions, and you know that. Well, the 3DS versions were much the same. There was, uh, for the most part, it was cutscene level, and then rubbing cutscene level, cutscene level. There was none of this hub stuff that you need to spend like two hours in between every level it just does the hub justify itself it doesn't it doesn't do anything it just sits there it's like it's it's like the harry potter school but boring (laughs) matt you know what this reminds me of and you're gonna get mad at me but every idea factory game that you give me or like all the otaku pandering games always have this hub world and there's like a million billion things to do there before you can go into the next story mission and i feel like that's just the style they're going for now which ones are you talking about? Like, I'm trying to think because I can't remember an Idea Factory game with a hub. Probably well, all not, not a hub, like a bunch of menus, right? And they have to like complete all the quests and talk to all the characters and raise everyone's affection levels and get back into the dungeon. No, but that stuff is at least driving a plot forward. I'm talking about an actual hub here where all you do is wander around and listen to these idiots talk off lines that have nothing to do with the plot and do a bit of fishing. I don't want fishing in Fire Emblem. I never want to fish. Do the date, date the school children. Oh, do we not? No, that's highly cursed. <laughs> I mean, you can. I haven't got up to the. I mean, you you can have tea with them. You can't have kids with them, unlike previous Fire Emblem games, where you could you could marry and have children and stuff. This one you can't do that. You can have tea with them, which is pretty good. <laughs> tea parties. I what, feel you like, don't like tea you don't like tea party, like... Alan's. I don't like tea party, Alan's. No, I don't. <laughs> He, he said the word wrong. That's the joke. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a little bit hard. I, I guess uh, the review I have of Fire Emblem, I can't give it away because embargoes and stuff. But it will be positive. I think it's a good game. I just, uh, I just think that this drive for content <laughs> that developers have got, they've got going for them. I, I don't know. They're trying to, I guess, give people who don't have anything to do with their lives something to do um but you know other... <laughs> yes i get to play a game I mean, what? <laughs> some some Whoa. of us actually have other things and jobs and and things to do and asking us to sit down for 100 hours for a game or whatever is just a little bit on the nose when the game doesn't really justify that i mean you could i, I could probably 
boil Fire Emblem down half to half the length and still have the, exactly the same plot and themes and characterization and all that stuff. And yeah, that that's a lot of padding. But anyway, hmm. well, there that's, we go. Me, that's me being a little bit too negative about a game I'm actually really enjoying. It has great, <laughs> it has great characters. It's got Hilda. Let me tell you about Hilda. Is that the girl from Soul Calibur who has the spear? What? No. No. No, is Hilda, Hilda is... Twin Tails. <laughs> Hilda is Twin Tails. Um, oh, I'm so surprised. Man. <laughs> she's she's great. She's got pink Twin Tails. So she's oh, okay. Blue, so we're really nailing down. I'm, I'm diversifying my interests here. She's the first pink, pink Twin Tails um, waifu character. But she's actually <sighs> a, an axe wielder. So she hits hard. And yeah, I've managed to... Level her, level her up in such a way that basically she doesn't take any damage from everything. So she Have just you taken her to tea. She yeah, lots of times. <laughs> she just goes out there in the middle of the battlefield. She I, I just send her forward, and then she just every everything tries to kill her, and she just kills everything. And it's it's great. It's, she's a one man one woman army, and it's she's an awesome character. And she's completely lazy, so she gets everybody else to do everything for her back at the town or the hub. Hogwarts. Yeah, Hogwarts. Sh shitty Harry Potter. Sherry Potter. It doesn't right. even have the staircase. So if, you, if you're gonna do, if you're gonna do like a Harry Potter style academy thing, you need that staircase that moves around. And when is they... when is J.K. Rowling gonna write you in as a gay character, Matt? I, I don't know how they how do they actually get around like that school because the staircase keeps moving. Do you have to like wait for it to to? Well, as someone who extensively right... played Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets on PS2, is it like a light system? No, you just walk towards Traffic lights. No, you walk towards oh. it, and they like they move towards you, and then so it knows where you want to go. Yeah, because it's magic. That's a pretty good staircase. No, Matt, everything can be waved away with magic. It's like the entire thing, and like they don't have to go to the bathroom; they can just magic their shit away. <laughs> but there are bathrooms. But why are there bathrooms in the school then? No uh, one has ever said that, Alan. No, no, no. That's oh, literally that's, something that was. It's a good point, though. It is something that J.K. Rowling has, said. Yeah, this is a real thing. This is part of my thing with J.K. Rowling, where she'll just add on stuff like that for no reason and then be like, yeah, well, it's, it's how it is. And, and, I, I and, like the like college humor or whatever thing. It's like, and it's like, well, actually, Neville's a furry. And it's like, uh. Like, I'm pretty sure most people in that universe are a furry. <laughs> they just don't know it yet. <laughs> J.K. Rowling's going to write them all in his furries after the fact. <laughs> Harry walked in as Ron was jacked. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, this is why oh, I didn't no. really care about uh, the, what was it, Paddy, the, the, the mouse, whatever the mouse thing was. Wormtail. Was it the mouse? Wormtail, yeah. They didn't care about finding him because it was like, you know, an animal, you know. They did care. Ron wanted to find Scabbers. That's the entire yeah. point of the third movie. Yeah, but it was what? like there the whole time or whatever it was. Wasn't it Scabbers was... like a person though? Yes, he's yeah, a fairy. That's, that's what he's saying, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's what you... So they turn into... No, 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 no. They turn into animals. It's different. I don't know. I think they're a lot of people would They're different. That's why... You know, on on that topic, birds, though, have you guys seen the middle faces of the Animorphs covers where it's like horrible nightmare creations? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. There's an entire, like, fake page. I'm going to post it somewhere. I'm pretty sure that's what the cat's characters are at the moment. Animorphs middle faces. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Isn't everyone enjoying this Nintendo section of the podcast? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> on that note, let's go to music and wrap this thing up before before we all lose go, our minds completely. Everyone who's listening to this, go to my Twitter at some point because I'll, <laughs> I'll tweet this. <laughs> it's truffles with too many S's. Alan's put too much content in his actual Twitter <laughs> handle. Um, 
I will have some music from Fire Emblem on the GBA because that's good. And we'll see you all next week. Thanks for tuning in and stuff. <laughs> the middle faces are so cursed. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit.